listening to True G Radio. Turn up that dial. Welcome to Faith Radio with your host, Dr. Daniel Merrick. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. But that's the translation, but that's wrong. The Lord is not the translation. It is uh, Yahweh or Yahweh. So that's his name. He who causes to be. In other words, that's, that's God's name. So get your Bible and get ready to study the word of Almighty Yahweh with Dr. Dan. That's his name. It isn't Lord. Who has believed their message? And now, Dr. Dan. Welcome to Faith Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Merrick. We're glad and happy as always when you tune us in here at Faith Radio to learn about the Word of Yah and the truth that sets men free by salvation in the name of Yahshua the Messiah and Yah the Almighty, Yahusha Yahshua our Messiah. Listen, uh, there's an interesting point that has been made by a very intelligent person that is concerning the sins of mankind and government going on in the world today. And that is that if you're the cop that's sent out to investigate the crimes you committed, are you going to arrest yourself and present the evidence of your crimes in court against you? That is exactly the situation of what we have going on in many governments in the world today. Now, not to be political on one side or the other, because in the United States of America, we have all political factions that are guilty of sins and crimes that they have been sent to investigate themselves on and have found that there was nothing there, of course, because they're not going to arrest themselves and put themselves in jail for violating their oath of office and their constitutional mandate to uphold the constitutional law of the United States of America against all enemies, both foreign and domestic, because they are the domestic enemies that are overthrowing the constitutional law in exchange for lawlessness for bribes. And we saw this in sins of mankind all the way back to the time of Messiah when Rome ruled a large part of the world when Messiah came and Jerusalem. There were criminals in government, emperors and leaders that were corrupt and were dishonest and were liars and thieves. And they manipulated things so that they didn't have to arrest themselves for their crimes. In fact, the emperor of Rome declared that he was a god and the people followed him and the senators eventually, as we find in the uh, story of Julius Caesar, uh, that eventually the senators rose up against him and they all stabbed him in the back. So we see that there is pollution and corruption in sin. Now, when we go to the scriptures and we look for something that will give us the clue on what this uh, problem is with mankind, we find it one place in the beginning of the Bible where it says, Hasatan said to Eve, you will not surely die when you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for you shall be like God, knowing what is good and evil. So Satan lied to her and said that once you knew what was good and what was evil, you would be on an equal plane with the Creator, and therefore you would become an omnipotent being like the Creator himself. So uh, when we see this kind of lie happen, that's the beginning of it. Uh, We see it in religions and we see it in politics. We see it in world governments. We see it in people's personal lives where they believe the lie of Hasatan. The first lie is you shall be like a God and everybody's going to love you. And no matter what you say, you can speak to the universe and tell it what you want. And the universe has to listen. The universe is demanded because you are like God. This is the lie that's perpetrated in Christianity, in Judaism, in Islam, and in a lot of the religions around the world. 
to tell people that they shall be like God. That's one of Hasatan's greatest lies. We get into the New Testament and there is scripture there that tells us about the three fatal flaws. Now, we always hear about the seven deadly sins and they got a list of seven deadly sins that they say, oh, these are the seven deadly sins, eating too much, doing this, doing that, doing the other thing. But reality in the New Testament, Brit Hadashah, New Covenant writings, it tells us there are three basic sins of mankind that get them in trouble. Number one is lust of the eye. Number two is lust of the flesh. And number three is what's called the pride of life. So it boils down to lust of the flesh, what you can get in pleasure, lust of the eye, material things and money, and lust of the pride of life, which is status, power, and fame. So when we look at these three sins and then we compare our own lives to take a personal inventory of ourselves, we can see where we make mistakes because of the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And we all are sinners and we live in sinful flesh. Until Mashiach comes back, if you're converted and called on the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, then you shall be saved and changed, like it says in 1 Corinthians 15, 52. I always got to get that verse in every single show because it says very simply there that we shall be changed for we shall be like him. How? We're going to have sinless flesh. We're not going to have flesh and blood as we know it now. And the scriptures say flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of Yahuwah Almighty is inherited by sinless flesh that has the white robe of righteousness on, not the other kind of lust of the flesh, flesh that makes mistakes and sins and seeks after its own pleasure. So once we have this understanding, then we can understand what exactly has happened in the United States of America and what has happened in Europe and what has happened in other governments all around the world where you have corrupt leaders. I had a, a friend uh, that was talking about uh, Ukraine over in the government over there, the leader over there, supposed to have been a righteous leader now, and it turns out he's in it for himself, just like many of the political leaders and governments today. So I ask again, when you discover as the cop that your crimes are worthy of arrest, are you going to arrest yourself and turn yourself in? Because that's what the scripture asks us to do. It asks us to arrest ourselves, then repent, turn away from our sins, turn toward Yah Almighty, turn toward Yahshua Messiah, and have the understanding of what is the truth. Now, unfortunately, in politics and in religion, there is adversarial conflict where people use adversarial tactics to try to divide the body of Messiah and to try to divide the will and the unity of the people in the countries like the United States and like in Europe. For example, we had the recent Brexit, was it, which was actually a prophecy of the little horn, one of the three little horns falling off or kingdoms falling off from the EU, which is the seat and power of the Messiah in the last days. From there, they'll rule the whole world Big, but in order to do that, they have to destroy America because America is the last bastion of freedom and the last place where the gospel is being preached from uninhibited by restrictions of free speech. You try to go and do and say what I'm saying in China, they'll throw you in jail. You try to do what I'm doing and going insane or you try to preach the good news of Yahshua Messiah in all the Muslim countries, They'll throw you in jail. They'll stone you to death. They'll cut off your head. I'm telling you, the truth that sets you free is free only in free countries and free places. There's very few countries left where you can tell the truth to Yahshua Messiah. Now, because I've always preached the truth, like John 3, 14, like Numbers 21, 7 through 9, that Messiah did not die on a cross. He died on a stake, a straight stake or a tree trunk, people have attacked me throughout the years. We had one whose name was Maria. She attacked me because she said she didn't want her people seeing that on her Facebook pages, that the cross wasn't how Messiah died. Unfortunately, I had to respond that Yah's people belong to Yah. 
as we see in the scriptures, in Galatians and Ephesians and Timothy and James, it talks about one faith, one body, one house of Yah, one set of believers, one Messiah, one almighty heavenly father, Yahuwah, and there's no division in that. But yet men's religions by denominations and sects have divided off into different world religions. Now there's over 5,000 different religions in the world, and some of them are just thought up off the top of someone's head. They teach the doctrines of men rather than the doctrines of Yah. Mark 7, 7, Yahshua said, In vain they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. He was speaking about there's a doctrine from Yah Almighty that starts with the Torah, goes through the Tanakh, into the Brit Hadashah in the New Testament, and that's the true doctrine. But then there is a doctrine of men that says crazy things. Here's an example. In Judaism today, inherited from the 1500 to 1550s formation of the different sects of Judaism, they have a sort of a witchcraft-like tradition. They call it the milk fork, meat fork little incantation. For example, they believe that one verse in the scripture that says, do not kick cook a young goat in its mother's milk is a reason to have two separate kitchens in your house. One milk side, one meat side. And on the milk side, you have to have milk plates, milk utensils, milk stoves, milk refrigerators, milk plates, milk tables, milk chairs. And on the other side, you have the meat tables, meat chairs, meat plates, meat forks, meat knives, meat spoons, meat refrigerator, meat stove, meat sink, Everything is divided into two, so now you have to have two, based on one thing in Torah that doesn't say, now I say unto you, have two separate kitchens for meat and milk. That was a man-made-up religious law of men. Vain teachings. In vain you worship me, teaching for commandments the doctrines of men. That is vain teachings. Now, if you happen to make a mistake and you put a milk fork on the meat side or a meat fork on the milk side, here's how you resolve that problem. You take the fork and you wrap it in a white cloth. You go into your backyard and you bury it. And you say prayers over it. And you leave it buried for seven days. And then you say a prayer over it according to the Talmudic rules of prayer. And then you go on... uh, to dig that up in seven days, you bring it in and you wash it seven times. And miraculously, hocus pocus, dominocus, you have a milk fork restored to the milk side or a meat fork restored to the meat side. What a bunch of garbage religious doctrine of men has nothing to do with salvation in the name of Yahshua Messiah. But that's the kind of garbage that men are following after in this last time delusional end of days revelation of nonsense. For example, we had a person whose name was uh, Chris and he came in and uh, he saw that we had podcasts and we're preaching the messianic truth. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, He goes and does a massive study being a very intelligent man. And like Simon the Sorcerer, he goes running and creates himself his own little cult rabbinical thing of a half-witted, semi-messianic, almost Orthodox Jewish, anti-missionary type of ministry. He had idiots calling him rabbi when he had never even darkened the door of a synagogue, let alone a higher education institution to actually learn the truth that sets men free. He was never converted to Yahshua Messiah. He spread lies. There was another one that you saw on Michael Rood. He got on there and he said, oh, look, the Aleppo Codex created in the 1100 to 1000 to 1100 AD had the vowel points for Adonai and Elohim above the sacred four-letter tetragrammaton name, yud Hey ua Hey or yud Hey wav Hey and the W, which was actually two U's, put together in a sound, in a phonetic, which formed the name of Yahuwah. And he came up with a hybrid name that was developed in the 1600s from the Jewish rabbis and such, from 1500 to 1600, as Yehovah. Well, there's no V for Yehovah, and there's no E-A in the name of Yah. It's Y-A-H, Yah, Psalm 68, verse 4. The name of Yah is a high tower, 
and the righteous run into it and are safe. Psalm 68 verse 4, praise him by his name, Yah. And then the scripture said very clearly that all the Gentiles would know the name of Yah, and they do in the name Hallelujah. The only Hebrew word pronounced the same in every language around the world is Hallelujah. So they did know the name. But this idiot got on Michael Rood and said, oh yeah, well the Gentiles know the name and it's, it's Jehovah, it's Yehovah. Dissembling and lying. And this person wasn't even converted to Messiah. And I don't know why Michael Root even let him on the program. So the liars come in. Many have come in. And you've seen it over the years. If you've followed my ministry, you've seen it. They come in. And for money. We had one guy wanted to separate it off from us because he had agreed to do a radio show with me. And he had agreed that any money donated through us for the radio show, through the radio show, would be split 50-50. I said, okay, that's a fair deal. We did a radio show. Then he got a donation to him through the radio show into his account, uh, PayPal, for $3,000. And he didn't want to give me 1500 of it. So he created a conflict and said, oh, no, the name isn't Yahshua, it's Emmanuel. What a bunch of garbage. Emmanuel is a Hebrew word that means Yah in a man. It originally was Emmanuel Yah, meaning Yah inside of a man, come to earth. The spirit of Yah in him would be the Messiah. And they misinterpret the scripture. They twist it around and then they go off on a private interpretation, which we're warned about in scripture. No one has a private interpretation of scripture to have a special difference from what the body of Yah is actually teaching and learning as the true doctrine of Yah. But we have all these people now that use the modern Hebrew and instead of calling him Yahusha or Yahshua, they call him Yeshua, which is a girl's name when used as a noun, instead of calling him Yahshua or Yahusha, which is the male name for the name we call Joshua from the King James English in the King James 1611 and 1634 version of the Bible. We know this is true because when the places that they mistranslated or mistransliterated phonetically the sound of the Savior's name into the English, they put Jesus there. And in places where they were supposed to write Joshua, because they separated the names by the Latin, Greek, Germanic forms that they had learned uh, from the Catholic Church, they made a mistake. And instead of putting Joshua, they put Jesus in. In places like in the book of Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 4 and Hebrews chapter 6, they replaced the name Joshua, telling the story in the book of Hebrews with the name Jesus, which is not his name. And they were referring to the wrong person. We go back to the Old Testament and right after the, Tanah, uh, the Torah, the next book after is the book of Yahshua, which is the same name as Yahshua the Messiah, because the type of Messiah was prophesied in Joshua's ministry. Yahshua, the successor and son of Nun, the successor of Moses, he crossed the river. We crossed the river of baptism into the promised land of salvation. There are many types and shadow pictures in Yahshua who came in after Moses died in charge of the children of Israel that are typological references to Mashiach by name. Then when we get to the prophet Zechariah, Zechariah says in chapter 6, he says, now listen here, this guy, Yahshua, he's the son of Yohezedek, the high priest. His name is the name of the branch of the line of David who is to be Messiah. And it's right there in the prophecy in chapter 6, verse 11, 430 years before giving the name of Messiah, Yahshua, to the children of Israel and all the people of the world in that written down book of prophecy 400 years before Mashiach was born and the angel Gabriel came to Miriam and said, you shall call him Yahshua for he shall shua or save Yah's people. And a lot of people are getting out there and dissembling the Hebrew, reading it from left to right rather than right to left because they don't understand backwards language uh, and they don't understand the opposite syntax in the Hebrew, and they don't understand the male, female, and neuter cases in different languages like Hebrew, and they mess it all up and they say, Shua Yah instead of, 
or, 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 or Hova Yah instead of Shua Yah or Yahshua. And they twist it around and say that it means Yah cries out. It doesn't mean Yah cries out. It means you cry the name of Yah. That's literally what it means. If you understood Hebrew, you would have understood that. And your elaborate bull that you're trying to propagate on people to dissemble the truth that sets men free by calling on the name, one name given under heaven by which we must be saved. Not that we can or might or he knows my heart's intention. It says one name by which we must. It's an absolute in scripture. Read it. Romans 10, Acts 4, John 4. The scriptures are there. If you crack the Bible open and read it, you'd see there's only one name given under heaven by which we absolutely must be saved. That's calling on the name of Yah and Yahshua Messiah, Yahushua our Savior. That's the names. There's no other names under heaven. Their different versions of the name are no different than the different forms of Hebrew for a person's name. For example, my name is Daniel. I was given the name Daniel when I was born. But the word Daniel or Danielle in Hebrew was originally Daniyah because the El was taken from the Elohim. It was extracted and put in to replace the name of the Creator in the name because the Jews had a little bit of a superstition in that they said, don't even speak the name of Yah because the Gentiles will blaspheme it or defame it. So, the word was Daniyah in the original Hebrew. But I have a short version of my name, Dan. And then I have a version that they used to call me when I was a kid, Danny. And then I have the formal Hebrew version that is found in the map at El Daniyah, Iraq, which is to this day the city where Daniel the prophet lived and called by that name because Daniel established that city after he left Babylon. He moved into that area of Iraq and established the city of Aldenia, Iraq. Well, they call it Aldenia, Iraq for, for the name of the false name of Allah, but its original name was just Dania, and it's in Iraq, which is in the Babylonian Empire back in ancient times. So we can see that in the phonetic record, and we can correct the name easily by saying, ah, I see Elohim is a different word than, than Dan that's part of the name, and they combine the two and put Daniel instead of Dania. Because they had a superstition, you don't speak the name of Yah. So we can correct the scriptures easily because we have the phonetic record in the map that's on the map right now. You can go to Google Maps, look it up, and you'll see Daniah, Iraq. Because that's the city of Daniel the prophet. That's probably the city where the magistrates that are called the Magi in the New Testament came from to visit the Mashiach after he was born. And it took them about two years to get there. Why? Because it's about a thousand mile trip. They took a caravan. They had to take enough food on the backs of camels to go on a two year trip to come visit the Messiah and see where he was born. Because they saw his star in the sky, the brightness. They said, ah, Messiah's born tonight. Okay, we got to make a trip. They got together. They got the treasury that the prophet Daniel put aside of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they loaded it on the camels, and they loaded enough food for a thousand-mile trip. You think a thousand-mile trip in the year 3 BC would take about, what, 25 minutes on the flight on LL Air to get to Tel Aviv, and then a car to drive them up to Jerusalem? No, folks, there was no planes back then. They didn't take the red eye to Tel Aviv and go to Jerusalem or Bethlehem or Nazareth or any of those places. It took them two years because you have to create a caravan, stock it with food, stock it with supplies, stock it with the treasure gifts you're going to give, stock it with money for your travels. And there was more than one Magi. It doesn't say there were three. Uh, the three idea came from some off the top of somebody's head uh, because they said three gifts were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Well, there were three gifts, but it doesn't say it was from three different Magi. It says there were three gifts. So we don't know how many there were. There could have been four or five of them. There could have been two of them. There could have only been one of them. But anyway, it would have taken a long time, a year and a half to two years to travel the thousand miles with your whole caravan and eventually show up there. And then we look in the scriptures, it says that they go to King Herod, where is he that is born to be king of the Jews? And he said, well, I don't know. 
He says, uh, I should, uh, but you should go find out. And when you do, come back and tell me so I can go worship him too. Because secretly in his heart, he wanted to kill him. And then the angel appeared under the wise guys, as they call them, and said, listen, don't go back to Herod. He wants to kill the child. And so they found him in his hometown in Nazareth, in his home. And it says they found the young boy in his home and they presented the gifts. And then the angel told him, go back another way. Don't go back to Herod because Herod wants to kill him. And when, when Herod gets the message, it says in the scripture that he had been deceived by the wise guys, the, that the wise guys had departed and not told him that they found the Messiah. He went down into Bethlehem of Judea, of the tribe of Judah, and he killed all the children. How old? Two years old and younger as to the time that the wise guys saw the star. That's what it says in the scripture. So it was two years later. All these nativity scenes with the idols showing the baby Yahshua and Mary and the shepherds and all the animals and three wise guys there at the birth is a bunch of bunk. It's a lie. The three wise guys took them two years to get there. As to the time, they saw the star in the sky, and then, then, then Herod does what? He kills all the children two years old and younger. Thus fulfilling the prophecy, he said, Rachel crying in the wilderness for her children were not. Because Herod was prophesied in the old covenant scriptures exactly what Tanakh said he would do, which is kill all the children two years old and younger from the tribe of Judah. And that's what he did. Now look at what's happening in the world today. You know, there's one guy that there was a brother who did the exegesis version of Herb Yon. Herb Yon had a great version of the scriptures. He got it into bookstores, and this is back before Amazon.com was popular and such. And he had done extensive research and discovered the name Yahshua and Yah. And so he did a version of the scriptures restoring the name called the exegesis version. And he did quite a bit about it. But then um, he got a guy to help him out uh, whose name was Jim. And this guy Jim ends up stealing his computer Stealing his work, stealing his program, stealing all the stuff that he created to do the exegesis version. And then started a whole new religion, a whole new denomination under himself instead of following uh, what Herb Yon wanted to do. And then he refused to repent of his sins, receive Messiah by the true name Yahshua, and started preaching in different names like Yeshua, a girl's name. Look it up in Strong's Dictionary. Look it up in Bridget Driver. It says, Yeshua is a female context noun for a female name. It says that very plain and simple. It says female case, name, Yeshua. Male case, Yahshua. Like Joshua. Yahshua. It has the name of Yah in it. Proverbs 30 and 4. What is his name? What is his son's name if you can tell me? It's simple. It's got the name of Yah in it. Yah-ha-yah, Asher-ha-yah. Exodus 3.15. Read it. Read it in the Hebrew. Yah, ha, yah, asher, ha, yah. Yah is the Yah, forever eternal, the Yah, to be praised, honored, and glorified, respected, sacred name of Yah, it says in the Strong's Concordance of Hebrew, Greek, and Chaldean words. So you can hate those books and dictionaries all you want and say, well, I don't like that and I don't agree with that, with your uneducated, unschooled, unresearched, doctrine against the name of Yahshua and against the name of Yahusha, all you want, and against the name of Yahuwah, all you want, and against the name of Yah, all you want, but the truth is the truth from scriptures. You don't say hallelujah, and you don't say Yahovah. You say hallelujah, and Psalm 68, 4 very clearly says, praise him by his name, Yah. Genesis says, and then began men to call upon the name of yud hey -Yah. So the name of Yah was there from the beginning, but because of men's religions and doctrines of division, they took away the name of Yah for a false name. And as the prophet of Baal, Balaam said, he got them to forget the name of Yah for another name of Baal.
If you go in the Bible, in the 1634 King James Version, you'll see capital letters G-O-D and capital letters L-O-R-D. You go back to the original Hebrew and you go to the concordance of that very Bible you're looking at and it says L-O-R-D is to replace the name of Y-H-W-H or Y-H-U-H for the name, the sacred name, the Tetragrammaton. Okay? G-O-D was to replace the name yod Hey, which is Yah. Okay? So we see the names of Yahuwah and Yah. Uh, some people say Yahweh, but uh, um, Yahweh is a more modern interpretation of it. But still, you know, it's got the name of Yah in it. So I don't divide from people that say Yahuwah or Yahweh because the, you know, um, the way you pronounce the second word, which is H1961, the Hayah or Huah, is dependent on what knowledge and what experience you have. I believe it's Yahuwah. Some people believe it's Yahweh. Okay? It's just the changing of the A vowel point from a short to a long vowel point. That's all it is there. You're changing the A to an A or A to an A. It's the same letter. It's the same name. Okay, it's the same word, H1961. Look it up in a Strong's Dictionary or a Bridge and Drivers or one of your Hebrew dictionaries that was written by educated, astute men that actually studied the Hebrew language. They actually studied the original four different types of Hebrew, the early, the middle, the late, and the modern. Because there's four different types of spoken Hebrew, and there's five different types of written Hebrew, which includes the paleopictographic, which is the earliest form of Hebrew. So when you get some knowledge on what the Hebrew language is, then you can beat the deceivers and the liars and the false doctrinators out there that are going to tell you the truth and lead you to them to get money, power, fame, and selfish pleasure. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Hold on, I've got more right after this. When I was in the Army, we learned about what EMP is, electromagnetic pulses. They can come from solar flares, lightning strikes, and even nuclear war. When a nuclear bomb goes off over a country, an electromagnetic pulse is sent out, and all electronic equipment is shut down. A few years ago, my house was struck in the power lines outside with electricity. It sent an electromagnetic pulse, EMP, into my home, and over $20,000 of my electronic equipment was destroyed. I wish back then I knew about EMP Shield. EMP Shield is a simple little device you can install in your car, in your breaker boxes, in your solar generating equipment that will protect you from an electromagnetic pulse that comes from lightning strikes, solar flares, or nuclear explosions. EMP shield is what I have in my house now to prevent me from having a loss like I did over $20,000 of electronic equipment. Simply go to yabible.org and click on the link that says EMP shield at the bottom of the page. When you do, a, a, pro, a part of the proceeds of your purchases of EMP Shield for your car, home, and electronic equipment will go to Faith Radio Charity for use in our ministry. Thank you, EMP Shield, for being our sponsors, and thank you, our listeners, for getting EMP Shield protection in your home and car. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. And it shall be at that day, saith Yah, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shalt call me no more Be'ali. For I will take away the names of Be'alim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Then they that feared Yah spake often one to another, and Yah hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared Yah and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith Yah of hosts. The Yah Bible, available at Amazon.com, your favorite bookstore, or www.com. 
thinkyah.com. You can reach Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan and become his friend on MySpace at MySpace.com slash Daniel Merrick. MySpace.com slash Daniel Merrick. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. Or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. Facebook.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. D-A-N-I-E-L-W-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. And don't forget to join his free social network at Yaz Space, Y A H S Space dot org. Yaz Space dot org. Yaz Space dot org. Hey, you can tweet me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. Welcome back. And, uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of trouble in the world and in the United States of America over the last year with the COVID 19 thing and different sorts of things and the factions of political parties and beliefs of those who want to protect the First Amendment free worship and free speech rights that are endowed by our Creator, as it says in the uh, Declaration of Independence, it says that there's certain unalienable rights. So what we've done is we've gotten together with some people and we put together a website for Free Speech Zone called unmebook.com. If you've been untwittered, or you've been unbooked at Facebook, and you want to get unbooked at unmebook, which is U-N-M-E-B-O-O-K.com. We have a free social network over there for free speech and to congregate and share uh, non-criminal truth and non-criminal acts uh, of the truth and love of the truth over there for free speech. So no matter what faction you want to side with, um, you can come over there to unmebook.com and preach the gospel or tell your truth as you see it and uh, you won't be hampered by other members uh, or you won't be untwittered, unfacebooked. We don't have a thought police jail room over there where we block you and ban you unless you do something that is clearly criminal activities. Your free speech is protected, endowed by your creator at unmebook.com. So I just wanted to tell you folks that, so get over there and join. Also, we have a website for our faith and our body of Yahshua Messiah, the Congregation Yahshua Messiah Gathering, which is CYMG. It means the gathering by Messiah of all of us under one congregation. And it's at yahspace.org, Y-A-H-S-P-A-C-E dot O-R-G. Free social network to join. And we got a lot of bonuses and extras, free books, downloads in the forum section and such. Uh, my free book in the forum section there, What Just Happened, is there for you to read. It's about a 50-page book. And it has all the evidences and truths of what had just happened with all these people throwing even the President of the United States off Twitter and such so that you can get a clear idea of what actually happened. Now, if you're paying attention on Friday before Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom to my brothers and sisters and my Mishpoka of Yah, our family of Yah out there, um, just before the Shabbat, President Trump released and declassified thousands of documents that prove the criminal activity of the people who were investigating themselves and should have arrested themselves and put themselves in jail in government. And I'm not talking just on one side of the aisle. There are rhinos, as they call them, Republicans in name only, that are just as guilty of crime upon crime of using government to get money, to get rich, using lust of the eye, lust of the flesh and the pride of life, popularity, fame, and position and status to get corrupt bribes and corrupt business practices to make money from foreign countries and foreign entities to commit what the constitutional law under USC 18 calls treason. And so these people committed the crimes and then they fabricated the evidence that other people committed the crimes that they committed and tried to point the finger at other people like President Trump and then say, well, look, 
he did this and he did that, which he didn't do. They were just saying he did that to try to divert your attention from the fact that they were the ones in your back pocket lifting your wallet, scamming, taking bribes, doing corrupt business practices and doing evil things in the deep state corruption. Now, I'm not talking about political thought at all in this. What I'm talking about is sin and evil behavior by people that should have had the ethics, the morals, and the integrity to do the right thing rather than sell out the people of the American government who are we the people to foreign enemy enemies of the state and foreign enemies of the people. And But they didn't. They, they they got and then they got the evidence of the case against them and then they suppressed it and covered it up because they didn't want to go and arrest themselves i guess they didn't want to fingerprint themselves i guess they didn't want to lock themselves in jail and give the keys to someone else i guess they didn't want to arraign themselves and give witness against themselves against the 5th amendment that says you do not have to give incriminating evidence against yourself so what they should have done was resign from their positions, whatever they may be, in government and in police, FBI, CIA, whatever they were. They should have resigned and then declared the Fifth Amendment saying, I'm not going to give any incriminating evidence against myself, nor am I going to arrest myself. According to the constitutional law, they had the right to do that. But no, they didn't do that. Some did. Some did in congressional investigation. They went in there to be questioned by senators and congressmen and such, and they just, right from the get-go, said, guess what, I plead the fifth. I'm not giving you any information that I committed any crimes because, uh, uh, or that I'm not guilty of any crimes or I'm not guilty of any crimes because I have that right under the Fifth Amendment. I plead the fifth. And under the Constitution of the United States of America, they could have done that. They could have plead the fifth, but they didn't. They just pretended like they spent four years and millions and millions of dollars of the American people, taxpayers' dollars, to do an investigation of themselves, which they had evidence of their crimes of, sitting on their desks and in their lockers and in their filing cabinets, and then say, nope, nothing bad happened here. Move along. Thought police, you're under arrest. I heard what you were thinking. Hey, you know, you've been thinking maybe a little bit too much. Maybe you ought to pull that thought car over and stop thinking so much. Yep, exactly what we have. We have the dissension of chaos into a unconstitutional, lawless, sinful world. Well, lo and behold, the iniquity mystery has already been working among us, as it says in the Bird Hadashah. He says, but the mystery of iniquity or the mystery of lawlessness is already working among us. <laughs> and it is. And why? Because the lawless one, it says there in Second Thessalonians, is the lawless one's going to come in with all lying signs and wonders and all manner of evil. And they'll call evil good and good evil. And everybody will follow this guy like he's the Messiah and like he's the creator. And they're going to call him God, but he's not. And then finally, as Messiah prophesied, he's going to sit down on the Ark of the Covenant, which is a throne seat of Almighty Yah and declare in the temple of Yah that he is the Almighty and then defame it and debaucherize it and the abomination of desecration, sacrilege of the Holy One, only true religion of Yah will be, will be polluted and the Antimashiach rule will be announced in the world for a period of three and a half years. And all the people even Israel will accept and say, oh, this guy's the Messiah, but he's not Messiah. As I said in my song, and I talked about even last week's program, he claims he's Messiah, but he's not the son of Yah. So, the only begotten son has one name, the name of Yah in it, Yahshua, Yahusha, Yahsha, the Messiah. He is the one that is foretold and prophesied in Zechariah chapter 6. Now listen what happens, because it says in Revelation, in chapter 6 and in chapter 20, that there are those fellow servants that are yet to be killed and beheaded for the faith that is yet to come. It says, there appeared before the throne a multitude, and they were given robes of white, and they said, how long before our blood is avenged upon the earth? 
Revelations chapter 6. He says, hold on a second until your fellow servants are killed in the same way that you were or in the like manner as you were in the King James English. And then you go to Revelation 20 and it says, they were given thrones for the thousand year reign. They hadn't received the mark inside their right arm or forehead to buy and to sell. And they were the ones who were beheaded for the faith. Okay, so we see what we have to look forward to. Now, elsewhere in Revelations, it says that Hasatan and the evil one, the Messiah, is given power for a short season so he can overcome the sacred set-apart saints and so that he can kill them. And that's what's about to happen. And if you wake up to the truth and actually crack open your Bible and read the scripture, you'll see there's one doctrine of Yah. There's one body of believers of Yahshua, Messiah, and Yah. There's one faith. There's one nation, Israel, Yah. There's one people. There's one Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. There's one Mashiach. There's one belief. There's one name to call on for salvation, Yahusha, HaMashiach, or Yahshua, Messiah, which are two different versions like Daniel and Daniel and Dania of the same name, which is the name of Joshua, if it was put into English, where the letter J was created, where there was none in the Hebrew, it was the letter Y. So you take the J away and even you'd say the name Joshua as Yahshua. And it's that simple. You look at the name of Yehuda in the scripture, or Judah, the tribe, you take the Dalit or the D out of it and you put a Shin in there, with a, which is the SH, you have Yahshua. And you have Yasha in the ancient Hebrew and in the Hebrew writings. That's where it's written as two, three hundred places in the different names. Almost four hundred places it's written as Yahshua, Yasha, Yahusha. So if you woke up to the truth that there's one name by which we must be saved, then you got to wake up to the truth that the lawless ones who are in charge of investigating themselves, who are supposed to arrest themselves, who are supposed to charge themselves with crime, have not charged themselves with crime. Neither, as Revelation says, did they repent of their sins, of the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, the popularity, the fame, the money, the fortunes that they have. And so anybody that exposes the truth that sets men free in any way such whatsoever it may be, political, religious, spiritual, or biblical, they want to ban them, they want to untwitter them, they want to throw them off Facebook, they want to, they hate them. They hate them because Yah has put the, the strong delusion in them so that they'll hug the love of Satan and the love of their four major sins, which is they want to be the creator, they have lust of the eye, what they see, lust of the flesh, what they want, and pride of life, the fame popularity that comes with money and good looks and all the good things in this life. But I remind you, Yahshua Messiah said, what does it profit a man if you gain the whole world in material goods, he was speaking, and lose your eternal soul? There's no profit in that whatsoever. So repent of your sins of trying to play the creator. Repent of your sins of running after the pleasures of the flesh. Repent of your sins of what you see you want. Repent of your, oh, I want to be popular, famous. I want to be loved by everybody, regardless of they're really of Yahshua Messiah and this kingdom of eternal Yah, or if they're just the secular world where they idolize people and even have the American Idol shows and the America's Best Talent shows where they adore and praise and lift up these men as idols in vain worship, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. They lift up men and praise men, which is not of the true Jews. Romans chapter 2 says the true Jews do not worship men, but they worship Yah. The circumcision is in the heart, not just the circumcision outward with the physical doing in the flesh, but the circumcision of the heart, Jeremiah chapter 31, the new covenant, the Brit Hadashah covenant of Yahshua Messiah as the messenger of Messiah of Yah on the earth, one name by which we must be saved. Now you can accept the scripture truth. John 3, 14, Yahshua Messiah didn't die on a, on a cross. He died on a stake. And he said also in Matthew 
chapter 5 and in Matthew 24 and other places in the in the gospels if you deny me before men I will deny you before my father in heaven and when you look at that and you say well now John 3:14 he says as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness so must I be lifted up so I could draw all men unto me so that they might be saved for Yah did not send his son in the world that the world might be condemned but he sent his son in the world that they might be saved, who believed on the name of Yahshua Messiah, and that Yah has raised him from the dead. For Yah so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have eternal life. But just before that very famous John 3.16 verse, is John 3.14 where the Messiah himself prophesied, he said, I will be lifted up in the exact same manner that Moses lifted up the serpent on the pole. In Numbers 21, verse 7 through 9. So if you deny he died on a pole, you are denying he's a prophet and that he prophesied before his death that's the way he would die. Therefore, you're denying Messiah. Therefore, your faith is in vain and you're void and null of salvation and repentance because you're following after a lie, teaching false doctrines, holding to untruth. That's why the Messiah said very clearly in the book of Matthew, the road to eternal life is narrow and few ever find it. Did you find the road? Did you find the Hebrew truth that you need to join the Hebrew family? The 12 tribes of Israel. The name of Yahuwah Almighty is the name of salvation. The name of Yahshua, Yahusha is the name of Messiah and is the name of salvation. Did you discover that truth by listening to this radio program today? Then bow your head and pray and ask Yah two things, three things, four things. Ask him, say, forgive me my sins. Declare you believe in the name of Yahshua Messiah. Ask him to cleanse you with his blood. Declare that you received the truth and believe on his name that Yah raised him from the dead, that he died, was buried three 24-hour days, and then on the third day rose from the dead. Declare that you know he died on a stake and not on a cross, Tammuz worship idol that's in the Catholic Church, that lie that was propagated by Catholicism and spread throughout the world. And then ask him two things. Say, Dear Father Yah, write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of remembrance. Malachi 3.16. Malachi 3.16, the book of remembrance. Because in Revelation it says you're judged by the books. Those are the only two books listed in the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation, including all the apocryphal texts and otherwise. There's only two books listed. The book of remembrances of those who th speak the name of Yah, think on the name of Yah, call on the name of Yah for salvation. And the book of life. When you called on the name of Yah for salvation. So salvation hinges all on his name. So wouldn't you think if there's only one name by which we absolutely must, there's no way out, there's only one way you can get saved is calling on his name. You got to speak it. You got to speak it before witnesses. You got to say it. You got to be baptized under the water in his name. And you got to rise up out of that water and be filled with the Ruach HaKodesh and believe on his name. If that's the only way to salvation, don't you think you ought to go to that path and repent? Don't you think you should turn yourself in to the Heavenly Father and say, I'm guilty, I sinned, I've fallen short, I didn't keep your law, I didn't keep your ways, I made a mistake, please forgive me, please cover me with the blood of Messiah, please come into my heart, come into my life, guide me in your path, guide me in all truth, I don't want to receive any error, I don't want to receive any false doctrine, I don't want to be affiliated with any evil, lawless thing that is calling evil good and good evil. Make me your child, O Yah, today. Because the lawless ones are not arresting themselves. And the lawless ones are not joining the few, the proud, the Yahudim. Because our recruiting poster says, Come join the few, the proud, the Yahudim, just like the Marines. Call on the name of Yah for salvation. Follow the truth. Don't follow the lies. And get beheaded for the faith. Because the scripture says you'll be persecuted and killed for his namesake. Not for any other reason. It says for his namesake. It's right there in the scriptures. Didn't you read it? You will die for his namesake. And if you're not killed by the sword or taken captive or beheaded or shot or whatever way they're going to try to kill you in the great tribulation period then 
when Messiah comes back, if you're his child and you've called on his name, you shall be changed at the moment of a blinking of an eye, for you shall be like him, dressed in the robe of white of righteousness of the saints, as it says in Revelation, righteousness of the sacred, set apart, holy, purified, sanctified believers in Yah. So overcome your sins of the flesh. I don't care how many times you fell. Keep walking. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. Keep walking. And when the pain goes away then from falling down, run. Run like you ran, like you never ran before. Run the race of Yah. Tell others about the truth of His name and share the truth and tell them, come on over to Faith Radio and listen at wyhwfm.com. Tell them to come over to Yahspace, Y-H-S-P-A-C-E dot O-R-G dot org. Tell them to come over to yahbible.org and get your books. And there's even free links down there for information about the name of Yah and uh, about the truth at the bottom of the page at yahbible.org. So, listen, I'm not here to lead you to Dan Merrick to lift me up in fame and say, oh, Dan, wonderful person. Oh, he's a famous, wonderful author, and he's a good translator, and he does this, he does. I don't care about that, because I'm just like you. I'm a sinner, saved only by the mercy and the grace and the, and, and the, and the gift of eternal life from Yah Almighty. I'm no better, and I'm no worse than you are. But uh, some people would classify their sins and say, oh, well, your sin's worse than mine, or my sin's worse than yours, and put themselves down. Don't be like that. Just put your sins in the past. And remember, Yah says, I will put your sins as far as the east is from the west. You travel around the earth to the east, and you keep going around forever. You'll never stop. You travel to the west, and you keep going around the earth forever. You'll never stop. Why? Because as far as the east from the west is, is an eternal traveling. Your sins are constantly removing away from you. By the power of Yahshua Messiah, by the power of Yah Almighty, hallelujah, we are set free. And we are delivered from our sins and delivered from our unrighteousness, even unto death, because we believe on the name of Yahshua Messiah for salvation. And we call on that name. You speak it and tell everybody, witness before millions. I believe in Yahshua Messiah. I believe Yah raised him from the dead. I believe he's coming back again after Anna Messiah comes and deceives the world and claims to be Messiah. Then the real Messiah will come back and we shall be changed in the moment of a blinking of an eye. I'm Dan Merrick for Faith Radio. Stop by our websites and give me a message over there at yahspace.org and uh, let me know if you said a prayer. And today... And let me know if you want to get some helps and some knowledge about uh, how to keep the Shabbat, how to avoid the religions of men, both Jewish and Christian and world religions. I don't care if it's what kind of idol-worshipping religion it is. You need to come out of religion, come out of Babylon, Revelation 17 and 18. For the messages in this last days come out of Babylon, my people. Because we've been stuck in these religions of the world for years thousands of years and now is the time when we all come out and we all become the one bride of Mashiach the one congregation of Yah gathering under Yahshua Messiah there's only one of those worldwide you can be in the Philippines and still be part of this congregation you can be in China and still be part of this congregation you can be in Israel anywhere in Europe in Germany Liechtenstein England the United States it doesn't matter Mexico Chile Argentina, it doesn't matter where you are, you can be part of the gathering, sacred, set apart, purified, sanctified saints of Yah in His one true bride, one true man, as it's called also in Scripture, one true congregation of Yah. We are many saved people calling on the name of Yah that is going to be joined unto Messiah spiritually and be like His bride at His coming and be married unto Him for all eternity, and we shall have sinless flesh and not sin anymore. I'm Dan Merrick for Faith Radio, for yahspace.org, and for the name of Yah in all the earth. I'm going to tell you the truth, because the truth is what sets you free. And the scripture says in John 4, Yah is a spirit, and those that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. For the Father Yah seeks for those 
who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Have a good week. Shalom. This radio broadcast depends on the contributions of viewers like you. We appreciate your tithes and offerings and the gifts of our supporters and listeners worldwide. Without your kind gifts and offerings, we cannot reach so many with the good news of Messiah's love and salvation. To give your gift online, you can click the PayPal button at thinkya.org. That's T-H-I-N-K-Y-A-H dot org. Or visit our social network at yahsspace.org. That's Y-A-H-S space dot org. Our goal is to continue to reach the world for Messiah, and your tax-deductible contributions are greatly appreciated and help keep this broadcast on the air.